0: What's going on Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by Anchor. My name is Matt Loopy, and I'm joined by Logan Banker. We are members of PHL Eagles Nation enhancing your Eagles fan experience and keeping you up to date on all things Eagles. Be sure to subscribe to Birds Banter wherever you listen to your podcast. You never miss a podcast from us. So this week we took um, some questions from the fans and one question that we got from Victor was, what are your expectations for the DBs in 2019? And assuming everybody is healthy, what is the best lineup? And the secondary is kind of a topic that we've been beating in all offseason. Uh, we have started early in the offseason talking about how they should go about the secondary, going to the draft, um, whether they should bring back Darby, which they did, because there was a lot of like uh, topics going around. But obviously, this is a recurring topic that we can keep talking about and see what is really going to happen to these defensive backs in 2019 who's going to start how are they going to rotate and who's going to become the week in and week out lineup so logan who do you think
1: yeah uh it's definitely been an interesting situation with the cornerbacks that in my opinion has changed at least a few times on how i think it'll shape up week one but i think um when the eagles come on the field week one against the redskins on september 8th i bet Darby and Avante Maddox will be on the outside and Cindy Jones will be in the slot I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about Maddox and Jones whether Maddox should be in the slot because of his size or if Jones should be in the slot but honestly I think Avante Maddox is just too talented to only be a slot cornerback and he'll be on the field more if he plays on the outside so I think that will be the starting rotation it also kind of depends on the health of Ronald Darby I wrote a piece about how the Eagles really need to be cautious with him because he's been hurt two years in a row and he's coming off a torn ACL and he's not going to be a hundred percent week one. So he might start week one, but you won't see Darby playing every single snap, like a lockdown corner would. So that's where, um, Russell Douglas comes in the picture. He'll be able to get a lot of run time at, um, that's a corner. We've seen him fill in for Darby a lot too, uh, in the years past, when he's gotten hurt and he's done a very well job, a uh, very, uh, very, very good job. And, um, He's, he definitely will be able to step up. He's made a lot of big plays, so that's another option, too. Of course, you have uh, Jalen Mills as well, so I'm kind of interest, interested to see how they um, use him. He could be kind of like a red zone specialist because he is the best cornerback in football in the red zone statistically, so that's another in, uh, interesting option as well. But um, I think we it will be uh, Ronald Darby, Avante Maddox, and um, uh, Sidney Jones uh, starting at cornerback.
0: Yeah, good points there. We're on the same page, uh, Logan and I, about who we think is going to start Week One. Um, obviously, they got to take these with Darby. Make sure that he's going to be fully healthy. We don't want any other lingering injuries happening to him because, as we can see uh, from last season, injuries can come real quick to the secondary, and then all of a sudden you got a a strong group that is depleted. Um, so hopefully, he can be ready Week One and ready to go. But I think that they're fully committed to starting. Darby because they have the most uh, money invested into him and he's only on that on that one year deal so it's kind of a prove it deal for the Eagles and for Darby um, they want to make sure that they did not want to sign him to a long term deal if he wasn't going to return to uh, full potential and not stay healthy so this is a real big year for Darby to make sure that he can get a huge deal next offseason whether it be with the Eagles or elsewhere uh, during the free agency time so I think He's going to really get a lot of playing time because the Eagles got to try him out, and see if they want him there in Philly for long term, or um, obviously increase his market um, if Darby wants to leave elsewhere if he kind of plays out of his uh, price range. But I was really impressed with what I saw out of Avante Maddox last season. I think he's going to improve a lot with uh, more opportunities. Sidney Jones, we talked about him last pod or a uh, couple weeks ago about a breakout candidate. Um, I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be a great player. And he showed that he is like really good in the slot last year. So I think that's kind of where he's going to settle down in. Um, but also, one other player coming off the bench is Russell Douglas. And I think the Eagles are trying to work him in as much as possible. There were rumors that he might have been traded over the offseason just because like other teams would really love to have a player like Douglas. The Eagles don't really value him as much as another team would. So... I'm really hoping that he can get in. Maybe if Darby's not fully healthy, uh, Douglas can come in and kind of try to compete for that um, starting role. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think Darby, Jones, and Maddox will be rolled out week one. And really, it's up for grabs since or after that because you never know how each DB is going to play every week, and it could be changing all the time.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Douglas getting traded. Another cornerback that could end up getting traded is uh, Craven LeBlanc. He, he didn't come up at all uh, just now when we mentioned who could start at corner. And uh, uh, Dave Zangaro with MC Sports Philadelphia mentioned how he could be um, a player who's kind of on the uh, roster bubble to be cut. And um, obviously last year he really burst onto the scene. He was arguably their best corner when everyone went down, when it was just him, Russell Douglas, and Avante Maddox. He did a great job in the slot. But he's kind of getting buried underneath. Um, Sydney Jones, at least in the slot, and Avante Maddox, and then once we have Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby coming back in the picture, that's um, already a few really good cornerbacks. And then you still have Russell Douglas, and there's no way they're going to trade Russell Douglas just because of his size and everything. So I think, um, a lot of people really like Craven LeBlanc, right, rightfully so, but I think he actually could be on the move uh, at some point. I, I know Joe Douglas, who's now the GM of the Jets, was really big on LeBlanc, and he's kind of the reason why LeBlanc had a chance with the Eagles. So I think uh, the Jets could be a team that could try to make a move with the Eagles for Crave on LeBlanc, which obviously means he won't be part of that rotation with the Eagles. But like we saw last year, they had a ton of injuries, so it's kind of risky business trading away some of your good depth, but I don't know if they would roll with six cornerbacks anyways uh, week one. And if you pull Crave on LeBlanc on the practice squad, he's going to get picked up by somebody right away. So at that rate, you're better off just trading him.
0: Yeah, uh, trading away Crave on LeBlanc wouldn't be a bad idea in my mind because his market isn't going to be higher than it is now or was a couple months ago because he, had, he went from being a free agent, picked up by the Eagles uh, midseason just because they were so depleted. I mean, Jim Schwartz didn't even know who he was. They just kind of picked up whoever was the best option out there. And, um, I mean, I'm sure most Eagles fans looked at uh, their phones and they saw the alert come in and say, like, who is this guy? Like, why are we bringing all these cornerbacks that nobody knows? but he ended up being fantastic. And everybody remembers that interception off of Drew Brees in the divisional round of the playoffs. Like He did play and exceed every single expectation that was set out for him. Obviously, he didn't have many, but he played very well. And I think the Eagles, if they want to make a trade and get something out of him, they need to capitalize on this now because you never know. Um, he has been average in his career, obviously. He wasn't a big name for a reason. He wasn't lights out anywhere else um so i think if they want to capitalize on this and make sure that they get something in return because if you wait a year obviously he's not um he's only under contract for this upcoming season they could extend him, but um it's now or never they can wait it out see if they want to resign him or they can end up trading him now while his market is high before they get a couple weeks in and he starts to decline
1: yeah and um with the whole Carson Wentz extension, too, the Eagles really need to stockpile as many assets as possible, so if the Eagles don't think Craven LeBlanc is going to really be on the field that much, barring injuries, it's honestly better just trade him for a fourth or fifth-round pick if they can do so. I know there's also a few other cornerbacks that kind of did pretty well in camp so far, so Craven LeBlanc, like, like we said, he did very well last year, but he's also not a guy that you can't be like, oh, we can't trade him away, because he did good, but, like, he's not a game-changer at cornerback. Like you said, he had that interception on Drew Brees, but he's not he's not going to start week one, and he's only really going to see the field if Cindy Jones and Avante Maddox go down. So he's going to be a good special teamer, but he's not really going to co- contribute that much to the team unless the players are getting hurt. And you, you expect players to get hurt, but you don't expect them to get hurt at the rate that happened last year. And we mentioned how in, uh, in our previous podcast how – um. The Eagles made changes to their uh, training staff, um, to their medical team. So they're kind of really trying to switch the script about the injury. So they can't keep guys to that measure, hoping or expecting everyone to get hurt again. And I honestly don't think everyone's going to get hurt again. Obviously I don't know that that can happen because you can never control it. But um, it, it would definitely be, assuming it shapes up like how we said it would, it would definitely be in their best interest to trade LeBlanc just to get the asset. To really help for next year to bring in more guys when you have Carson Wentz's cap at raising and you have other guys set to be free agents. You need to extend them too. So it's definitely something that they'll probably look into, I assume.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, and then one cornerback that we haven't really talked about a lot is Jalen Mills. Um, obviously he has been um up and down his whole career so far. He had a few great plays and a few um plays that really stand on Eagles fans' minds as those double moves because he constantly got burned by those. But like Logan said previously, in the red zone, he is fantastic. He um, had that uh, coverage against Julio Jones in the playoffs that allowed the Eagles to advance onto the next round. Um, so he definitely has his strengths and weaknesses, but um, there haven't hasn't been a lot of news coming out about Mills. Obviously, he had that altercation in D.C., um, back a few months ago that he was almost arrested for. But other than that, he's recovered from his foot injury. He's um, obviously out of the walking boot by now and practicing. But I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with him because um, in previous years, the Eagles were very stubborn about pulling Mills out of the game. He would get burnt over and over again um, in the regular season. And then everybody would expect a change to happen, bring Rasul Douglas in for a game or so and nothing would happen. Rasul Douglas would get uh, just a few snaps. So um, now that Mills is kind of on the back end of the depth chart, not the front end, I'm really curious to see how they're going to rotate him in um, now that he's not expected to be a starter.
1: Yeah, I'd kind of like to see them use Jalen Mills as a red zone specialist. We've heard how they might plan to do that with JJ. I take a white set at wide receiver to use him strictly in the red zone. Dallas Goddard kind of similarly. So I think they could do that with Jalen Mills where, maybe if a team is at the 25 or 20 yard line, he's not going to get beat on a double move there. And like we said, he's fantastic in the red zone. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the red zone. So say you pluck um, Sidney Jones off the field and replace him with Jalen Mills, who uh, would do, he's more suited to play in the red zone anyway. So you would have Darby, who's very good in the red zone. Jalen Mills is good in the red zone. Then you have Avante Maddox, who's a great tackler. Guys don't really get by him in the open field, uh, at least from what we saw last season. So that would be a, at least something I'd be interested in seeing if they would uh, consider doing that because it's a unique, unique way of doing it, um, and not too many teams do that. They like to stick with who they have who, with who's best, but in the red zone, Jalen Mills is the Eagles' best cornerback, so they kind of have to put him to good use if they're going to keep him. It's kind of like Craven LeBlanc. If you're going to have him on your team, you might as well use him or just trade him, and Jalen Mills, I think, is just too good in the red zone to just let him sit there and not be on the field. He's not going to be a top three cornerback for the Eagles next season if everyone stays healthy. But in that area of the field, he can be at least a really big help for them. So that's something I'd like to see personally.
0: Yeah, as we begin to transition to what our expectations are with the secondary, Logan brings up a great point about um, kind of rotating players in and out of the lineup, depending on where they are on uh, defense, Um, the yardage situation, where they are on the field, the um, down, whatever. I think that the Eagles really need to take this into account and play to all their cornerback strengths. They have a very great chance um, to play all these cornerbacks because not every team has four to six corners that are starting quality corners. Um, if Jalen Mills can't defend a wide receiver in the open field, then don't play him then. Wait till he gets in the red zone, and then he gets all the snaps if uh, Ronald Darby is maybe a little too small to cover a bigger receiver in the red zone, then don't put him in the red zone. Switch him out for Jalen Mills and keep Darby in to cover the speedy receivers um, when they're 80 yards to go for the um, end zone. So I think the Eagles really need to take that into account and rotate that. And I think that should be a big priority for the Eagles uh, coaching staff because Jim Schwartz is pretty stubborn on how he plays his defense. He stays to the status quo. Um and doesn't really make a lot of adjustments, but that uh, has frustrated a lot of people, and he has gotten a little bit better, but I think this year, more than ever, he needs to make these adjustments and kind of get into a routine of rotating these corners in and out, making sure they're fresh, but also making sure that they're in the best um, opportunities to succeed until you can find a corner that can play every single down, every single situation. Maybe Avante Maddox is going to emerge as that kind of cornerback, but until then, you got to make sure that you rotate these guys to play to their strengths and make sure that you have your defense and the best opportunity to succeed at all times.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad you said that. I was just about to mention that, too. Uh, we can't have a situation like what happened last year when Malcolm Jenkins literally had to go up to Jim, uh, Jim Schwartz and say, listen, this isn't working. You've got to change it up. It should never come down to a player to say, oh, we got to like do something different. A coach has to recognize that. So you would hope that Jim Schwartz would learn from that. In terms of the quarterback rotations, it's kind of more on uh, Corey Underland, who's the DB coach. Uh, he's actually he did a pretty good job last year, but um, yeah. Expectation wise, um, personally, they just gotta. The cornerbacks are solid. The only thing I would like to see them really make a step up in is the turnover game. They only had ten interceptions last season, and um, obviously you got to have more than that. I would like to see at least one interception a game. Ten is obviously less than one interception a game, and um. They have really good playmakers. So you have Ronald Darby, who can do a really good job on number one wide receivers. You have Avante Maddox, who is me, a crazy ball hawk who can pick off anybody. He had that incredible interception against Jared Goff I really kind of flipped the switch in that game and really saved the season. Uh, you got uh, Sidney Jones, who, when he was healthy, he was uh, statistically the number two slot corner in football, and he was he, before he tore his Achilles in college, he was. He was a top 15 pick for a reason until he tore and became a second rounder. And he's fully capable of doing that, uh, being that guy that can be a big playmaker there. So I'd really just like to see him kind of make a step up. But I definitely think they'll do a really good job next year in terms of my expectations and uh, how that position will play out.
0: Yeah, I'm expecting the Eagles to be a top 10 secondary because all in, they have a great cornerback group. Uh, maybe none of them are a true lockdown corner that you're going to rank top five in the entire league but that doesn't matter what matters is they have a lot of depth and a lot of rotational guys that they can like i said play to all their strengths and make sure that they're keeping these guys fresh and um always in a chance to succeed but also something that we haven't really talked about is the safeties the safeties are fantastic this year we got malcolm jenkins and rodney mcleod back which That's obviously a top duo in the league already, and um, they've proved that for years. But um, the Eagles have made it a priority to improve the backup safety position. Um, They brought in uh, Blake Countess. They brought in Andrew Sandejo. uh, They have Trey Sullivan from last season. they got a lot of guys that are ready to compete in the safety position as well. So they're really deep all across the secondary. I don't see how they cannot be a um, top 10 secondary in the league. The only thing holding them back is those turnovers, like Logan said. I would love to see some more interceptions because that has been missing. Um, you don't have a lot of you have a lot of great players in the, on the defense, but not a lot of the guys that are making uh, turnovers to get the offense back on the field. And I would love to see that flip that switch and get back to uh, get on offense and scoring points, or maybe even return it for a touchdown themselves. So um, I think if they can create some turnovers. If the coaching staff can create a game plan to get all these guys on the field successfully, then I don't see how this group cannot be a top ten group.
1: Yeah, and to go along with what you said, um, they got Zach Brown now at linebacker. They have um Nigel Bradham, of course. You got Kamu grugier Hill, and you got Nick uh, Jerry. So um, you're not going to see Malcolm Jenkins really going at linebacker nearly as much as he did. I did last season, assuming everyone stays healthy, which means. It, the corners will have significantly more help over the top. They'll have Ronnie McLeod, like you said, he'll be healthy. And they'll have Malcolm Jenkins, who's now going to primarily be playing uh, safety, unlike last season where he was at linebacker more than safety, which means the corners will know they have help over the top. They know that um, they can be a little more aggressive on balls and they can really be, play as a true playmaker because they don't have to worry about, oh, if I get beat on any play, it's going to be an automatic touchdown because I have no help over the middle it's not going to be like that anymore, so they can be more aggressive trying to force turnovers with that, so if everyone stays healthy there, including at linebacker, including at safety, it's really only going to help the corners, and they'll be able to be so much more aggressive than they were last year. We always saw, at least last season, I feel like it was more apparent how the corners were just playing so more off, kind of allowing five-yard catches just so then they they wouldn't get beat deep, because they used to get torched all the time, and um, I mean, maybe it'll it'll still happen, but um, at least with Having that help, they will be able to be more aggressive, maybe play a little more on the wide receivers and force more, t- more turnovers, which, like we said, is really important for this defense.
0: Yeah, it seems like the Eagles have been having that game plan of playing like 10, 15 yards off the ball, letting these screens go for about 5 to 10 yards, and then offense would just march down into the red zone, and then all of a sudden the Eagles would turn it on and only limit them to a field goal, which is great to see, but I would love to see the Eagles play more aggressively, um force a couple more fourth downs, fourth and outs, something like that, back in the middle of the field, get some better field positions, because those field goals do add up. It's obviously relieving to see an offense only leave the field with a field goal after they uh, march down to your red zone, but, I mean, it's still three points on the board, and if you're in a close game, three points mean a lot, so I think the Eagles need to really step up the aggressiveness and um, play to make a play on the ball, you know, not just play, play it safe and prevent a touchdown they want to get the ball back and a lot of defenses in the NFL are kind of adapting to this and they're playing aggressive they're playing fast but the Eagles really need to play to their uh, strengths on defense because they got a lot of great players and as you said Malcolm Jenkins is moving back they got a lot of young skilled linebackers in the middle of the defense the defensive line is always fantastic uh, especially in the middle of it this year but um this secondary is something else i mean if the, if it all comes together they're going to be really good, and uh, they all have something to prove, which is going to keep them hungry and really successful. So I'm looking forward to it, but I really hope to see them play a little bit more aggressive and play some man-to-man um, press coverage, and I think it'll work really well for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. The Eagles have a lot of cornerbacks, at least in terms of the football world, people don't really know as much about. People don't know the potential that Avante Maddox has, and they don't know how great sydney jones is capable of being so it's kind of going to be a if everybody does what they're capable of doing it's gonna be a nice little surprise for the league to see like wow the eagles actually have really good cornerbacks they haven't had this since their super bowl season and okay maybe there are actually a big threat on defense as well we knew they had a great offense but on defense they have some big time playmakers too and um because i i saw a tweet like two days ago mentioning how like oh the eagles made no changes at cornerback And they're getting burnt by all these number one wide receivers. I saw all these stats how, like, Michael Thomas had 100-plus yards, Julio Jones, guys like that. And it's – they're right. The Eagles didn't make any additions, but everyone's healthy now. And the corners have a really great chance to really shock some people this year. For an Eagles fan, it wouldn't be surprising what they're capable of doing. But in the football world, they could really make some big noise and really uh, put themselves on the scene as, like, being a top cornerback group if they do what they're supposed to do. And if everyone stays healthy, so it's definitely a great opportunity for them next season.
0: Definitely, I agree. And one thing that I think is going to keep the defense really turning this offseason or this season is a lot of these guys are entering the last year of their contract. Uh, we got Craven LeBlanc is entering his last year. Jalen Mills, I believe, is entering his last year. Yep. Um, Avante Maddox is obviously pretty fresh. Ronald Darby's only on a one-year extension. Um, we got Sidney Jones, kind of in the middle. And uh, Rasul Douglas, one more year He's after in contract this? year. Okay, I think okay. it's a contract Last year. year. So, um, I mean, a lot of these guys are playing not only for a starting role, but they're playing for a contract next year. They want to make sure that if the Eagles aren't going to support them, that they're going to make their money elsewhere. So they're all going to play at a hundred percent, um, because they're fighting against their competitors and they're fighting against their teammates as well. So, um, I mean, obviously they're going to keep it, um nice and competitive in the cornerback group. It's not like it's going to turn hostile or anything, but um, it's it's really going to be interesting to see how they all use that to their advantage and uh, try to compete for not only their starting role, but their money next year. And uh, hopefully the Eagles can retain a lot of these guys, maybe keep four around um, and keep this cornerback group together if it succeeds.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad that they kind of set up the situation for themselves where they can pick after this season who deserves to be a starting cornerback on their team long-term. And uh, like you said, I'm not worried at all about it being like a bad thing where everyone's competing against each other and they all of a sudden hate each other. I I honestly think the cornerback group uh, in terms of being like friends and everything, they're the closest group out of all of them. We see them all the time going out to dinner, you know, they'll go out to like a club or something and hang out. Like they're like really close. So I'm not worried about it becoming like, Oh, Like, I'm fighting against you for a job. Like, now I can't like you anymore. I'm not worried about that at all. They all have one goal in mind, doing as good as possible in order to win a Super Bowl this season. So that's not going to be an issue at all. And that's just going to be even better for the Eagles because they're going to get the best out of everybody. And they're still going to unify it as a team. So, honestly, it's a great situation for them. And short-term and long-term, they'll really be able to see who deserves to be on the team and who doesn't. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, I'm sure the front office loves this because... I mean, obviously, they're going to have a lot of guys hit the market. That's not always a great thing to see. But when it's all coming from the same positional group, you can really pick and choose because um, not all of them are going to get starting playing time. You know, like uh, Jalen Mills is going to get less time than Avante Maddox, I would imagine, barring any injuries. So um, it's not like everybody's going to get their huge payday. They can kind of pick and choose alright, who's the starting player, who's the rotational player, who's the depth piece, and they're going to, High Rosen's really going to be able to pick and choose who he wants, where he wants to put them, and uh, it's a great situation for them, because it's going to create a lot of competition, everybody's going to want to be starting, everybody's going to be wanting to prove their worth on the field, and um, I'm just really excited to see like what, what it's going to turn out to be. Obviously, we can predict who's going to be the starter week one, but I don't think anybody can predict who it's going to be, even week three, because with these rotations that they're going to have going in, somebody can win their job back within one week. Um, It's going to be really exciting to see, and I really hope that the Eagles are open to making changes on the defensive side of the ball, because um, you got a lot of guys that want to compete and they want to play, so uh, give them a chance if they're succeeding.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a very fluid situation, I'm sure. The way the Eagles look at it now even is going to change by week two of training camp, week two of preseason, week two of the regular season. It's going to be a very fluid situation where there's a lot of guys with a lot of different skill sets that provide a lot of different talent to the team. So I don't think they're going to slip by as, okay, Ronald Darby is automatically our one starter. Okay, Avante Maddox is automatically our one starter. Okay, Sidney Jones or Jalen Mills or whoever, because they have all these guys here for a reason so they're going to use them and they're going to want to be able to use them and unless they get traded they're going to benefit the team in some sense and they feel that a guy can start they'll put them in and if not we'll see what happens but yeah like you said it's going to be uh very interesting to see how they uh, deal with it but like we've said multiple times it's only going to be good things for the team
0: yeah definitely victor i hope you answered your question very well um to recap we're kind of predicting avante maddox ronald darby and city jones as the week one starters but like we said we don't really know what it's going to be going from that uh it's always going to be changing and you never know somebody can step up that really comes out of nowhere somebody can win back their spot and um it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch um expectations that we have a little bit more turnovers um hopefully a top 10 secondary and um a lot of more uh Help from the safeties. We got Malcolm Jenkins coming back to the safety position, not playing as much linebacker, playing off the line. So it's going to be really uh, good to see the secondary come into form because it was really broken these past two seasons, Um, especially the Super Bowl season or last season, the most, but the Super Bowl season, it was very broken. You saw what they can do. So if they can stay healthy and um, kind of keep these guys where they're supposed to be, play to their strengths, then going to be a great defense and I have a lot of high expectations for them and I am fully confident they're going to meet those expectations
1: yeah definitely it should be um kind of a change in the dynamic of where it used to be the secondary is a negative now I really believe it should be a positive and they're more than capable of really being a top group like we said so definitely should be a good year for them and um I look forward to seeing some of the progress that some of these players make and then along with the comeback from injuries like Darby and Jalen Mills so should definitely be um very interesting season but yeah like we said it it should be definitely good and um positive season for the secondary
0: yeah it'll be fun make sure you guys stay tuned to all these updates from our podcast but also from the eagles themselves to make sure that you stay up to date on um who's looking good in training camp we're only a couple weeks away from training camp now so um make sure you stay up to date on who's leading the positional groups, um, who's looking to start week one, because it's going to be a great competition. It's going to be very fun to watch.
1: Thank you all for tuning
0: in. If you have any thoughts on our discussion today, just send us a tweet at Birds Banter. We would love to hear who you think is going to start week one um, and what your expectations are for the defensive backs as well. Be sure to tune in next time for more Birds Banter. And go, Birds!